0: Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for the Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, everybody? We were just hanging out not that long ago. Michael Langston and I just talking about what's going on out there, you know, trying to fill the time, if you will, on a live show. Now there's Real news to get to. Welcome on in. This is WarChant TV, part of WarChant.com. I'm Amazon. That is Michael. If we could ask you to subscribe to our YouTube page, it's totally free. And what else should they do to show some support, Michael, as we give it good
1: news? I always hit the like button, guys. It's free. It's easy. Pump it. Helps us pump these things. Uh certainly even good news like this, uh like tonight. So uh, you know, certainly uh Always hit the like button. Uh, that's really the smallest favor we ask for you guys. We're not asking for money. We're not asking for anything. Just something free. So just hit the like button to keep us promoting these things.
0: Michael, react to this. It's
1: big. Boom. It's Boom. a big deal. Big deal. Uh, it's a big Panhandle
0: deal. handle product uh, went to Maryland, transferred to Miami. We'll, we'll talk about how that's all going to work out with now. Maybe Daryl Jackson trying to come to Tallahassee as he commits to Florida State here on Wednesday night. Michael.
1: Yeah, it's a big deal. I played at Gaston County over there in Havana. Um, a guy that actually grew up a fan of FSU. Actually, they he wanted to be there the first time around. So I think that probably played into this as well. But um, I, I think Gary Furman had a really good article on it from the On Three Network from Miami, where he talked about you know wanting to be closer to his mother. I think there were several factors that that contributed to it. But um, I think just a massive get to have somebody that's a productive, you know, defensive. You know, tackle in there Uh, can play now next to his best friend uh, Joshua Farmer. Uh, They reunited again, and um, just just a necessity for FSU to get a really productive defensive tackle in the portal. Adding him certainly, you know, fortifies your you know kind of some your defensive line or it starts to. And uh, like I said, a guy that was I mean, yeah, Miami season was very bad. But if there was one bright spot, it was certainly Daryl Jackson. The the way he played um, certainly made a lot of plays. He was one of the most active defensive linemen they had on their on their roster, and certainly a guy that's a, a massive pickup for FSU to get him to come back home. Now you get a productive guy. You're going to lose guy like Robert Cooper, so bringing in a guy to to fortify that line is is a big deal. Um, so just just to bring him back and 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 get for, a fortunate situation that certainly bounced your way is uh, you know certainly uh, something I think FSU will take and I think a guy that's going to uh, really help this defensive front.
0: Yeah, I guess for some people it doesn't matter how we got to this point, just as long as he shows up at Tallahassee, Michael. But how come uh, a guy from you know right around down the road, if you will, uh, how come you don't think uh, it worked out previously for Florida State and Daryl Jackson?
1: Well, I think the first time they were. Um, they were pretty close to full and they had gotten everything that they thought they were going to get. And it just, they just didn't have room to do it. And um, so I just think uh, the the cards just, it wasn't the cards to make it happen on the first time around. But um, I remember when I talked to Joshua Farmer through high school recruiting, he's like, look, Mike, like, like Daryl's an even bigger FSU fan than I am, you know? So um, you knew he wanted to be there, but obviously, you know, sometimes things come full circle of, of working out the way you want to, you know, I always say like the journey's not what you expect, and I think with for Darrell, it, it worked out, and you know it's working out, and the he you know, gets to play for the team that he's always loved, and um, certainly gets to play at home. Uh, but I think uh, I think the first time around it was, I mean, I personally I think they should have took him the first time, but um, hey, I'm not in that room. You know, the FSU coaches had to make those choices, but I think this time around it was a kind of a no-brainer. Like FSU's like, hey. Skid kid loves FSU. He's going to be vetted into the program. Uh, obviously a diehard fan, a grown-up fan of FSU. So certainly uh, to have all those mixed together with that, he he's a hell of a player too. I think this is a no-brainer for FSU to, to pursue, pursue him.
0: By first time, you mean him coming out of high school or when he was in the portal the first time last year? I
1: would say like Maryland, when he was oh. coming off to Maryland. Um, I think he visited FSU but uh, I, didn't think, I didn't think there was like enough room at that time, uh, you know, that they were full. But I think uh, this time around, it's kind of a no-brainer where, hey, you got a place, you got a need, you know, feel the need. And, and I don't know if you're going to find too many more guys that are productive to the way of what Daryl was. Uh, you know, we've looked at a lot of these grades. And there's a lot of green in there, guys. Green is good. Um, so uh, certainly a guy I think is going to help you in those trenches, very good against the run. Certainly, uh, you know, gets after the pass rusher. Uh, well, he gets off blocks very well. So that's the thing that jumped out to me about Daryl is like he, I mean, and if you see this guy in person, he looks like a million bucks when you see him. He, I mean, he, he's definitely going to pass the all airport person when he gets off that plane. You're going to notice him. Uh, body is exactly how you would want want a guy to look as far as going into college. So I think he adds a lot you know, to that defensive line room, which is, it's already a good defensive line, but there were holes in there. They need to fill. And uh, they just filled a big one with, with landing Daryl.
0: All right, Michael, I, mean, I know, I know it's hard to put numbers on these sort of things, but I guess how, how confident maybe not only do you feel, but I mean, I would think if they're going to allow him to make a commit like this on Instagram, he's only has one Instagram post ever. And it's this one that he made. Yeah. I, I would guess that means the staff feels pretty confident about this hardship waiver because he did, use his one-time transfer to go from Maryland right. to Miami. He's going to have to get some stuff to kind of fall his way here. Right? I, have you heard anything, at least in terms of confidence level, maybe with some of the people around the Florida State program, that he can get it and then be instantly eligible? Um,
1: I have not personally per se heard um, kind of the likelihood, but I think, I think there's confidence when you do something like this that this is a guy that you feel like, hey, he's going to play right away for us. Obviously, his mom uh, helped – situation will now, certainly listen,
0: listen. If, if he doesn't get a hardship yeah then what what is a hardship how are you going to define it yeah, right
1: yeah so. i i think i mean and even gary Furman put it in his article and it's a great article on on daryl of, of wanting to go back home and, and he and he even he felt confident that he was going to get you know that waiver and, and special thing and if you're not doing special things for this situation i mean what are you i mean so um, I, I feel good about it, but obviously I haven't heard anything per se, but uh, I mean, I think when you measure everything together of the reasons, I think it certainly uh, passes the test of what you, what you would consider for, for a heart, uh, for a hardship.
0: Yeah. All right. So, I mean, you've mentioned about his, some of his skill set here. I mean, this is a guy that if he does get the, the instant eligibility, this is a guy that you probably pencil in as a. I don't know, maybe a starter. I mean, this guy's going to play, and he's going to play a lot for Florida. I mean, over 400 snaps for Miami this year. So.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, he's got the earning spot like anybody else. Um. You know, Norvell doesn't promise anything when they come in there. He just promises, like, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work you. I'm gonna develop you. I'm gonna get you ready. And um. You know, certainly uh. But if when you look at the numbers and and what he does and the amount of snaps he has, yeah, it you feel pretty good. Like, hey, this guy's going to have a good chance to be a starter. You know, if he if he does everything you anticipate to him to do. So, uh, like I said, getting a proven guy is, is a massive, uh, you know, boost for this, uh, you know, this FSU team going into next season. And, uh, as long as everything works out with the the waiver and stuff, uh, I think it's, I think it's going to be a really good deal for FSU.
0: You think they're done on the interior of the defensive line with this?
1: Um, right now I would say yes, because I haven't heard anybody that's like, Right. Like like I said, Derek Hunter was gonna visit, uh, although Derek's kind of a mixture of an in slash defensive tackle. Uh, but that visit was called off. So, and there there's really nobody else that I've heard. Um, obviously they're waiting to see what Fabian Lovett does. Obviously, that's a big deal of what direct I mean, maybe if Fabian doesn't come back, then maybe there'll be some other guys that maybe they they look at, um, whether high school or or overall. But um for right now, I think they're holding to see what what Fabian does. But for now I'd say, yeah, that's probably for it for now. Um, I think there's, there's Braden Fisky's also another guy that has told me personally that, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty interested in FSU. Although I think he probably likely ends up at Notre Dame if you ask me. So I think it's really right now. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where they're at just with Daryl. Um, and then we'll see what, where they go after the, the love it announcement or whenever he decides on, on either coming back or, or leaving.
0: We've talked about this for about nine minutes, but the first ten seconds—the words out of Michael Langson's mouth—pretty much sums it up. This is a big one for Florida State. Big one for Florida State. Again, uh, Daryl Jackson out of Miami, originally from here in Quincy, uh, yep. to come home, if you will, uh, to Florida State. Again, uh, he did commit on Thursday night—or sorry, Wednesday night—on social media, right there. Uh, his first ever, his first ever uh, Instagram post announcing that he's uh, coming to the Knolls. So. We'll see him in Tallahassee here soon, and hopefully he'll be instantly eligible if he gets that hardship. We'll definitely right. keep tabs on that. Uh, yeah. And Michael Langs is keeping tabs on everything going on the transfer portal over on the Premium Recruiting Board. If you're a member, you already know this. If you're not a member, 10 bucks an entire year of access to all the stuff that Michael's cranking out, all the stuff we're cranking out on the Tribal Council uh, from here until a whole other year for 10 bucks. So what you waiting for? Get on with it, everybody. Michael, uh, we appreciate it. Hit the thumbs up, everybody, on the way out, please.
1: Meantime.